All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of The Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage your host, Brian S. Arnold. Here, we kind of switched it up today with the um, intro. Don't worry, the female will be, will be back on. Don't you worry at all. Okay. Me and Lee will kind of kind of filling things out today. We got a, we got like a black background. We're just changing things up, all right? Just just for today, okay? It's one of those Wednesdays. So, um, <laughs> so um, my good friend here, um, Lee Cha- Lee Chambers, is in the building. Lee Chambers is in the building, and we are, he said he's going to show us how or why sleep is entrepreneur fuel. And I was telling him before before the show that this is a great topic because I had about uh, I. Hate to admit it, but about four, maybe about four hours of sleep last night. <laughs> so this is perfect because I need it. I've been dragging all day, um, but you're not going to hear it on the show because I got, I got always bring the energy, always bring the energy. So, so here we are, here we are, straight black background. We're going to change it up, change it up a little bit. In how are you doing, Lee? First of all, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing good, thank you, Brian. Doing good. We're always disrupting. And that's what we're doing today. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Exactly. So um, let's get started. Let's first of all, um, tell the audience right now um, who you are personally and then professionally. Yeah, so I'm Lee Chambers. I'm 35 and I live in Preston, which is in the north of England, facing out towards the Atlantic. It rains an awful lot here, so much so that we actually we have the we have the reservoirs which hold water for the rest of the country. That's how much it rains. So I've got a family, two young children, uh, boy and a girl, seven and five. So feel very privileged to uh, be be a good family man and enjoy my time. Uh, And ultimately, I do I do a lot of things. Um, (laughs) Got really interesting background. (laughs) I've run a video game business and recently exited that. Now have a well wellness and well being in industry business which is taking off in a lot of ways. Um, and ultimately, I've got a lot of qualifications from sleep to psychology to nutrition um, and a lot of experience working in local government, elite sport and running businesses. And I kind of brought all that together after years of challenge uh, okay. through a, my own lived experience as well of some mental health issues when I was younger and losing the ability to walk for illness a few years ago and having oh. to relearn again and brought all that lived experience, qualifications, and industrial knowledge together to help entrepreneurs and other business owners get the best out of themselves. Nice. I, I, I love that, man. So tell us, tell us, um, you, you took me for a loop there with the, with the video game thing. I was, that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty interesting, but we, we're not going to talk about that today. But um, what's, what project are you currently working on right now? Let us know about that. 
Um, so the big thing I'm doing at the moment is really working with entrepreneurs and taking them on effectively like a GPS calibration system. So as an entrepreneur, your business that you're growing, your you know your passion, what you're putting yeah. your time into, that is the vehicle to go and achieve the life that you want, something that can go make an impact, but also yeah. give you the time, the resources, and the energy to live the life that you want to, the person that you want to become. And ultimately, your business is your vehicle to travel on your journey in life. And a lot of what I'm doing at the moment is looking around, ultimately, your health, mm. mentally, physically, emotionally, biggest asset in your business. You're the one who's driving that vehicle as the leader, as the entrepreneur. You need to make sure that you're, you know, you're well slept. You, you're <laughs> you, yes. you, you've done some exercising. You've moved a bit. You've got those brain cells going because yeah. ultimately you're, you know, you're the one at the front. You're the one leading the way. You don't <laughs> want to be in a place where you're not feeling great because you need energy to make impact. Right. Oh my gosh. I feel like you're talking deep into my soul there, Lee. Come on now. <laughs> but I hear you. I hear you. So uh, tell us where your journey began. What got you all excited in getting into entrepreneurism, entrepreneurism or in this space, should I say? Yeah. I mean, it goes all the way back to being a little child in a blue-collar family with parents that worked really, really hard. Mm. And I was curious. I was disruptive. But I kind of thought to myself, my mom's working three jobs just to put food on the table. Yeah. Surely there's a different way. So I was that kid who was trying to sell my mom's used stuff on the end of the street. <laughs> I was that child phoning up mail order catalogs, pretending to be an adult to put adverts in as a business. Wow. And I was that kid who was taking candy to school from the paper shop and then selling it at a markup. So I've always had that entrepreneurial spirit inside. Uh, yeah. I'm the first generation university students, or first one of my family to go, did international business psychology. I just wanted to know why business owners did what they did so I could then try and replicate that and build something which yeah. ultimately, you know, would take my family out of the challenges that we faced and have us live a more comfortable existence and make a bit of a difference in the world. And it all kind of started on that platform. But I had challenges at university. I actually ended up going into a career as a financial advisor in 2007. Really not a good time to go in, but that was perfect. Because <laughs> I very after six months, I got spat back out and made redundant. And I didn't have any excuse then not to set up a business. I had I had the permission, I had the I had the advice, and I had a plan. And I'd been told previously that I should conform and try and go into a business that was already quite diverse, an industry that was more accepting. And I was like, at first, I was a bit like, you know what, I'm young, I've got rough edges, I've got a bit of an attitude, maybe I should listen. And after after going out into the world of work and finding that, you know what, just doesn't resonate with me. I was like, you know, I'm not going to listen anymore. I'm not going to conform. I'm going to go into industries where I'm not welcome and make myself welcome. And that's (laughs) what I did. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. I, I've I've been I've been following you a little bit and I, I you have a a, a chat like you you like you seem like you like the challenge is that something that is according to you you think am I saying that right Oh I mean yeah I, I like to see the I like to ultimately step outside my comfort zone and see what happens and sometimes yeah. I panic sometimes <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing but most of the time you just realize human beings you're adaptable if you put yourself out there you realize that when you get there that fear that you had 
most of the time it's it's, it's not even it's not even tangible. When you're in yeah. the moment, you're just yeah. living. You're not really scared of anything. You're just doing what you need to do. And I put myself on the radio, and I decided to do all sorts of different projects, and right. ultimately just find a challenge that can help me grow and a challenge that you know makes me think, oh, this is exciting. Yeah, you're you're inspiring me, man. I'm 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 ready to go, man. See now, now, <laughs> now the energy is already there. See, I'm 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 ready now. So, wow. So, um. I'm glad you said that because that, that that really hit, hit hit me there. So, tell us now. Here's the here's the topic we're we're going going into. Why is sleep so important for yeah. the entrepreneur or or, or otherwise? <laughs> yeah. So to be honest, for, for for anybody who's listening, even if you're not got a business, sleep and a lot of the work that I've done is around the fact that it is the cornerstone, the foundation of your health and your performance. Mm. and we all know what it's like when you've got a, a small child who's not slept <laughs> bad tempered they won't listen they start doing really radical things yes except the parents are always like oh he's not had a nap he's not had a sleep that's why he's being like right. we've got millions of adults walking around the world like that bad tempered <laughs> emotions all over the place conflict <laughs> making mistakes having accidents right. and just generally not being very nice people. And it's because not had enough sleep. And mm. really what it comes down to is sleep affects every single biological process in our bodies. It affects our emotional regulation, hormonal regulation, our concentration and attention, and ultimately our cells and their health. And it's the only time sleep can't be replicated by anything else. And it's the only time we truly get to recover as human beings. And given how much stress we put ourselves through, especially as an entrepreneur, when you're pushing those boundaries, when you're looking for that extra edge, yeah. man, you see those best athletes in the world, they'd be sleeping for 12 hours a day because they know if they're going to perform at the elite level, they need to be sleeping and rested. So let's, let's take that's my next question. So, uh, oh my gosh, today I was just like, I was dragging. I was like, I was like, I was like, what am I supposed to be doing today? <laughs> just like, it was like, it was exactly like I was out of focus. I didn't know, know what was going on. Um, what are the set amount of hours per night to assure a productive day? Oh well, so it's 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 really challenging because we've only been looking at sleep as a science since the 1940s. Okay. So in scientific terms, it's like a baby. It's like surgery in the 1600s. Really? Okay. I, I was going to say that's a lot. I was like, I was not going to say 1990s, but the 1940s are still, they're still, still early with that, huh? Yeah, but when you think about it, Brian, they've been looking at surgery, psychology, philosophy for like 3,000 years. Okay. They're looking at sleep for 80. <laughs> okay. It's like okay. Only, people have only just started thinking about it. And wow. you know what? There's like 10 studies every month. It's, yeah. There's a lot of effort going into it. But the overarching like thing with sleep is because it affects everything else, it's actually really important. And the figure of eight hours sleep that we hear a lot, it's a good benchmark. The majority of people would function really well in eight hours of sleep. It's hard to give like a definition because everyone has an individual sleep need. Okay. There are some people in the world who can survive on five hours sleep and thrive and perform at a high level. That's about... 1% of the population, mm. very few people. And what I say is seven and a half 
it's probably a good ballpark for most people. If you can get seven and a half hours of good quality sleep, that's you know not disrupted, where you get the sleep cycles in, then ultimately that's probably a good place to start. But play with your sleep and experiment with it. So experiment with what time you go to sleep. Look at how you feel when you wake up. Because what's really important is we all have different biorhythms. Okay. Some people, they re- perform really well, really late in the evening. Some people perform really, really well early in the morning. Yeah. And it's about starting to really anchor into where you perform best. Because you don't want to be asleep then. If you're an entrepreneur, <laughs> you want to be performing then. Yeah. And the reason why for that is, obviously, it wasn't that long ago that when it went dark, we were prey as human beings. So we needed people who were willing to stay up on night watch and then people who were willing to get up really early and be alert. So we only had a small period in the very middle of the dark night where we were going to get eaten by other stuff that inhabited the earth not that long ago. And that means that we all have kind of different circadian rhythms and a massive part about getting good quality sleep is finding when you sleep best and when you you know perform really well when you're awake. So let me ask this. There's the this this huge thing about entrepreneurs that you need to get up early in the morning, four or five at night, four four or five in the morning to really be a real entrepreneur. You can't be an entrepreneur, Lee, unless you get up about four or five in the morning. That's what you know the top one percent do all, all do this all the, every day, every day. So what do you have to say about that? Is that is that should that be debunked? Let us know about that. So that is <laughs> it works really, really well for some people. Yeah. That's for those people who are supposed to wake up at five o'clock in the morning. Right. Truth be told, they're also the same people who go to bed at eight o'clock in the evening. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and that that's when they happily go to sleep. If you're the kind of person who's still performing at a you know a high cognitive level at midnight, don't try and wake up at five o'clock. It's mm. not going to be pretty for you because yeah. you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to benefit. And a lot of that's based around morning routines. It's really important that you have a morning routine because so often for a lot of people, it's one of the only times that you have real control over your day to actually spend some time developing you, starting the day with positivity you know, journaling your goals and your mind out onto paper, listening to things that get you fired up, getting some exercise in so your blood starts flowing, getting some sunlight so, (laughs) you know, you get your uh, melanopsin cells going. Um, And ultimately, that's a great idea. But truth be told, Brian, it works for some people. But if you're forcing yourself to do that and it don't feel right, then, yeah, like I say for so many things, find your time. Yeah, you don't need to join the five AM club if you're an eight AM person. <laughs> that I'm glad you said that because I I did that for a stint, <laughs> right? Where I'm just like I don't care. I'm getting up. I'm getting up at five o'clock in the morning. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it every you know every day. And what I didn't realize is that I was it, it didn't even register that you know I also sing, so I would have like rehearsals at night. Yeah, so I wouldn't get home until like ten, eleven, twelve. I was like, no, I'm still gonna get up at five o'clock. And it's like I used to get up just like in the worst shape at five o'clock. And it there was no product, there was no productivity going on there. It was just like here's the routine of the successful people. So like let me just go and do it. 
and nothing was getting done. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Stick to like a, a morning routine, if anything, whenever, whenever your morning arises so that you're, you're productive in a, in a way. I, I like that. So what do you do when you find it hard to go to sleep, which is another challenge for me? <laughs> yeah. So again, lots of entrepreneurs, very switched on, full of ideas, always ready to go through action because you've got to be. That's what your livelihood's about. Yeah. As an entrepreneur, it's really important because you have more structure and ability to design your life than people who generally work in jobs where you're mandated to be here and be there. And what that means is, from a sleep perspective, you need to build in breaks to switch off. You need to get outside and get some sunlight in your eyes in the morning. Mm. And you need to try and start to work on learning to switch off from your business. So I quite often suggest with clients to look at things you can start to effectively have a curfew for. So obviously, mm. you don't want to be consuming caffeine really late because <laughs> that, you know, ultimately, to, to basically caffeine goes into receptors in your brain and stops adenosine going in there. Adenosine tells you you're tired. Okay. So therefore, if you drink caffeine, it's got a half-life of like eight hours. So uh, I say, you know, have your last caffeine at two o'clock and by bedtime, you'll have cleared it all out. So you'll be absolutely fine. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Then, <laughs> yeah. then, then you're looking at things like big meals because uh, the more effort you're putting into digestion, you're not particularly comfortable, but it takes a lot of energy. It's high processing. So you just can't get that sleep cycle in comfortably. So when you fall asleep, Brian, you, you body temperature drops, your core body temperature drops by a few degrees as you okay. fall into sleep. And things that disrupt that, such as stimulants, so things like smoking, uh, intense exercise right before bed, raises your core body temperature, so you have to fight to get it back down again. Um, <laughs> and there's a lot of things like that. Again, we all know blue light and te technology devices, lots of inputs and that kind of thing just keeps your mind active and makes it harder to switch off. Um, but there's always ways to try and you know, ultimately find, because ev everyone has like a different sleep challenge and okay. some people's minds are racing. Some people are continually distracted. Some people just end up going over the same thing again and again and again. <laughs> um, and some people are really anxious and are actually, mm. you get some people who, who know that sleep's really important. So they become really anxious because they can't get to sleep. And then that mm -hmm. makes them struggle to get to sleep even more. Yeah. Like a repetitive cycle. And they end up needing like a CBTI, cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia, to help them break that cycle and get back to sleep. So, yeah, there's so many things. Look at your environment as well. You want your room to be so dark, can't see your hand in front of you. Yeah. You want it to be peaceful. Some people like a little bit of background noise. Some people like silence. And the most important thing, Brian, again, with temperatures, experiment, find what works for you, but treat it like a game. Like you've okay. got, you know, you're, like you're in science at school, your lab coat on. Like, <laughs> change this up. How does it affect my sleep? Yeah. It's the only way we actually find out what's best for us. Okay. So so what what about exercise? Oh, there's, there's a couple of things on there before I, before I do that. Because sometimes I feel like, I can't go to bed hungry. Mm -hmm. So, so I know you said to talk about about some people say don't eat 
ain't too late. But there are times when I'm like, I'm hungry and my stomach starts growling and I just, I cannot go to sleep like that. Mm-hmm. So what, what, what do you say to, to that when people are, are hungry and they're still trying to, trying to, trying to get their, their, their nightly rest in, but they can't. Yeah. So it's, it's really, when, when we're saying curfews on big meals, it's generally speaking about overeating. Okay. Too close to bed because it okay. spikes your blood sugar and it just doesn't feel comfortable when your stomach's like bloated and full. True. <laughs> At the same time, don't go to bed ravenously hungry. Okay. Because that literally just leaves you in a place where your body's like chemically signaling, need some food, need mm. some food. And that's not good because that just can, can continually disrupts the circuitry of trying to get to sleep. It keeps activating your body. Yeah. What's important is if you're actually feeling hungry before bed, just have something that's, you know, relatively small. And quite often it's, you know, substances that um, in terms of foods or drinks that put you in a more restful state, things like cherries, things like milk, things mm. with tryptophan, the uh, amino acid, okay. that, generally speaking, is pretty good for getting melatonin production going. So you, you'll hear a lot of people having hot milk and, you know, eating eating bananas and cherries before they go to bed. And again, it can help. For some people, it's really good. But what you want to be doing is you want to be going to, you want to, be going to sleep, not with a full stomach, but not hungry either. Gotcha. Okay. So what about exercise? Cause sometimes, you know, um, that can, I, I, I believe that can affect how you, well, maybe it can make you, make you, make you more tired, I guess. But what, are, what are, what, what do you feel about, about exercise and how, how that works with you, with your cycles of, of sleeping? Yeah. So exercise is actually really important. Um, and, I don't think there's anyone out there who would say don't exercise. It boosts your mood. It increases your cardiovascular fitness. And what it does is it makes you make you feel like you're making progress. And it actually protects you from anxiety and stress in a lot of ways. So the benefits of exercise are massive. The more you move, the better you're going to feel. What the only caveat with that is, is if you do really intense exercise before you go to sleep, you raise your core body temperature really high. Your mm. body has to fight and fight and fight to get it back down. Oh. So that becomes counterproductive. And that's not to say that you shouldn't do intense exercise in the evening. Because for some people, it's actually all right. They find it fine. Yeah. But you don't want to go for something incredibly intense and then try and fall into bed and fall asleep. You might feel tired from the exertion, but your body's going to be fighting to get that temperature down. Mm. But really, the best thing to do is, if you can, exercise at a time that you actually have that energy to exercise. And as an entrepreneur, hopefully you can possibly channel your diary to fit that in in the morning if you're if you feel alive in the morning, or maybe in the afternoon if you're not a morning person, or maybe in the early evening if that's when you can kind of slot it into your schedule but I'd never suggest doing intense exercise right before bed, but you can always go for a walk right before bed, a nice, you know, brisk mm. walk. Okay. Let your, let, let, let your stuff come out your mind, be mindful while you're going and just let process the day while walking around. That's what I tend to do. Okay. Interesting. All right. All right. So let's, let's dive more. Um, we're almost at, uh, on, on, at our time, but I, I want to, 
really diving more into how this can really help entrepreneurs be more effective in their business. Can you tell, because because you, you really put this topic out here and I, and I love, I love how, how, you, how you're explaining it, that is fuel for the entrepreneur. Because I know, I, I know, I wish I could get into some other things about food and stuff, but I know you're into that too. <laughs> um, maybe on the next show, we can do it again. With, with some, with, talk about food, because I know that's a big thing too, because I, I, I suck at that as well. But anyway, <laughs> tell us why, why, how, why, why it's important for the narrative where we hear people, you know, how, how do I say it? Like, you know, um, you know, you're, 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 you got to go to the, to the, to the final drop. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta do it, whatever it takes, you know, you know, you know, no sleep, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll sleep when you're dead kind of thing. Yep. It's like, we, we hear all those things and we think that's an entrepreneur. So <laughs> tell us why those things can be harmful for the entrepreneur as, as far as being productive on a, on a, on a, on a daily basis. Um, for your cup for whatever business that that you own yeah because everyone knows that truth is you've got to hustle especially to start your business but the thing with sleep is it's your recovery time Mm -hmm. and what happens if you're underslept you become less productive because you, you struggle with your concentration and attention and what that does in turn is it means you can't do work as well you can't do as much work and what actually happens is you think you're gaining time you're actually losing capacity and quality. But the problem is when you start to, you know, that attention and concentration draining, your work's not as good, but you're more likely to make mistakes and errors, which you then have to spend time or resources to go back and fix. Right. And what you kind of what you kind of have is ultimately every entrepreneur is going to have, you know, communication for a day. If you've not slept, you're grumpy as hell. You, you, you know, you're talking to your clients, your employees, your stakeholders. They don't want your grumpy conflict ass talking mm. to them because you're sleepy and tired. <laughs> right. uh, and ultimately, everyone knows that, again, your your hormones are all over the place. So you're more likely to eat bad food. You're more likely to eat sugary stuff that, you know, makes mm. spikes your blood sugar. You've got lots of energy and then back off again. And then suddenly you, you're in the pit. You're having that afternoon slump and falling asleep at your desk when you're supposed to be banging out that important deal and it's it just impacts other areas of your life so you know you maybe got your family or your friends and you're just not communicating well with them because you're tired you're out on the road getting angry in your car because mm-hmm. you know things set you off your emotions <laughs> swing really wildly when yeah. you're tired the more tired you are the worse it swings you start to see a lot of negativity you start to see people's competition you start to worry about what, what everyone else is doing. And then that affects your decisions. And all of a sudden, you're trying to copy someone else instead of being the entrepreneur that you need to be. And truth be told, as entrepreneurs, we need energy. We need that focus. We need to be able to execute on a daily basis. You want that clear mind for decisions. You want to be able to put that extra out in when you need it on your terms, knowing that you've rested the night before to go big today. Yeah. And Really, the most important thing of it all is it affects your health and your performance on every level. If you want to be an elite entrepreneur, you've got to treat yourself like an athlete. You've got to be taking that nap when you can. You've got to be getting those hours of sleep for that moment because 
every entrepreneur brings massive value. But if you're going to use your value and really make a change, make an impact, make some serious money and make some serious happiness along the way, you need to get your sleep. Gone are those days of, yo, sleep's for lazy people. I've been functioning five hours and I go into that drop. Yeah, right. You'd be dropping out the backside of your business if you don't sleep enough <laughs> over a long period of time. And yeah. truth, truth, the truth is, Brian, there's an awful lot of people in the Western world at the moment who've got used to having so little sleep, they don't mm-hmm. realize what it's like to have a good night's sleep anymore. Right. Right. And I, I want to stick, stick in one more question before my final question. Um, about stimulants like coffee. So people who know they don't, here's the thing, they know they don't sleep, sleep a lot, but they'll drink coffee to, to um, I don't know what, what, what I'm trying to say, but you, you know, okay. as a stimulant to, to, to adjust to that. enhancer. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. so I'm kind of thing to help with that. You know, four hours sleep, it's okay. I get, as long as I get some coffee, I'll, I'll be good for the rest of the day. I'm fine. So how do you, how do you deal with that when people say, you know, as long as I got my coffee, everything's fine. Everything's good to go. Yeah, it's just helping them understand that caffeine is a performance enhancer. But what it does is it blocks your body from being able to tell itself it's tired. It doesn't give you any more energy. Mm. So it's like using a credit card. You end up paying interest at some point. <laughs> it's not actually giving you more energy. Um, and helping them to understand that actually what caffeine does is it goes into the receptors and blocks your body from telling itself it's tired. And that's great to get that performance hit for like a few hours. The problem is they become a point where you become reliant on that to keep going. And suddenly when you don't have it, you feel like you can't perform. Mm. And that's not a great place to be. Some people live their whole life like that. That's absolutely fine. Coffee is not necessarily a bad thing. I have one coffee every morning. It gets me that performance gain. And I don't Mm. overuse it because you lose the performance gain if you use too much, like anything. Like a little bit is good, too much is often not good of yeah. pretty much anything. You know, yeah. I was talking oxygen, water, all those that kill you in too, if you have too much of it. But it's just about understanding that really it's not giving you energy, it's borrowing energy. And you only want to borrow so much mm. or there's going to be a point where you, you know, you hit that interest threshold and you pay the pay, what you're paying back too much. <laughs> <laughs> I I love it, man. So I'm great stuff, man. Great. You I, I can tell the science coming out of your mouth every day <laughs> on every syllable. <laughs> awesome stuff. So here's my final question. I asked it to all of all my guests here. They 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 hear what you're saying, they love, they love um what you're talking about. Uh, how you're backing everything up with science and everything and everything else. They they love your content. And we ha- we've only actually gotten to the surface of what you actually all, all the things that you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want everybody to know that because um, he does a lot more. You, you did discuss it early, but I just want to make sure it's just a simple simple topic that we what we're doing today. Um, but speak to the people who want to who want to dive into this space, and can you just give them a few a few words? I say words of wisdom, or or maybe just s- steps or tips, whatever. And how to be an authority in this space if they're building right now towards towards that goal? Yeah, so the definite ultimate thing you must consider is look what you're doing, your strengths, the value that you bring, what you enjoy, 
what you can monetize. In the middle of that is where you bring the most value. Execute mm. on that and be consistent over time. Find out which problem you're solving, what's in it for the people that you're solving it for. Find where they are, listen to how they speak, and craft a message that you're the pro- person for their problems, and they will come. They will be in your place, but you need to ensure that you've got that alignment because no doubt about it, if you don't enjoy it, you're going to struggle in the hustle. If it's not to your strengths, you're not playing to your strengths. Play to your strengths. You're an entrepreneur. You've got this choice to play. Right. Bring value to the world because truth be told, if you don't bring value, there's going to be a point where you get a bit sick of what you're doing. And finally, you have to be able to monetize it because otherwise it's not a business, just a hobby. But somewhere in the middle of that, you can solve a problem. You can change the world, find those people who need it, speak their language and execute every day. Be consistent like Brian is with this show and (laughs) you will get what you want. Awesome. I love it, Lee. Awesome stuff, man. I appreciate that. Really, really appreciate that. Great stuff. So for people who are going to be listening or people watching right now, tell them where they can find you um, after the show. Yeah, so you can find me at essentialize.co.uk and leechambers.org, lovingly flashed up on the screen by Brian. <laughs> and on those websites, you can get my free ebook, which will be a great read full of exercises to get you in that zone, leveling up in business. And additionally, you'll find my socials, my blog, and my additional services on those websites too. Awesome. Incredible stuff, man. I, I learned a lot. I'm inspired. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna figure it out. I, I like how you said it. just just game, gamify it, figure it out. It's not an exact science, just just work it out within yourself. You'll find your sleep pattern, find your morning routine. Incredible stuff. Is there anything else you want to say before we get out of here? You'll sleep well tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right, guys. Um what do I have for you guys? Just, you know, after the show also, if you want to go to the authorityletter.com or Texas at 44222, just join the list. We're going to be talking about building your own platform as well. We're building people. We're building. We're all a work in progress. Keep building. Share it. And like, he, and like Lee said, they will come. Uh, and that's all, that's all there is to it. That's all there is to it, guys. If we, if we simplify it, Things things will start to happen. Just 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 work it out. I know it's a crazy year. It's a really crazy year, but um, you can still be successful. There's some people that say <laughs> you can still do great things. If 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 anything, there's a great thing. You can do more great things to come. Doing this pivot right now that's happening all over the world. So um, that's all I want to do. That's all I want this year. And we will see you on the next one in a couple of days. And we are going out again with the male outro because I'm an equal employer, equally opportunity employer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're out of here. See you. Be blessed. Out. And that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you liked what you've heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority-building tactics, 
Be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an aha moment from today's broadcast. Just remember, it's your authority. Build it, share it, and they will come. Until next time.